Good morning and welcome to Coffee on the Hill, a morning devotional with Pastor Todd. Grab a cup and your Bible and let's spend a few minutes together. Matthew 10, 34. Do not think that I have come to bring peace to the earth. I have not come to bring peace, but a sword. For I have come to set a man against his father, and a daughter against her mother, and a daughter-in-law against her mother-in-law. And one's foes will be members of one's own household. Whoever loves father or mother more than me is not worthy of me, and whoever loves son or daughter more than me is not worthy of me. And whoever does not take up the cross and follow me is not worthy of me. Those who find their life will lose it, and those who lose their life for my sake will find it. Good Thursday morning. You know, I remember having a conversation with a a fellow some years ago, and this uh, passage was trotted out as an indication that, well, there's always going to be conflict. And I mean, on its face, it does seem as though that Jesus is uh, essentially saying, I've come to pick a fight, and, and that may be, but Jesus came to pick a fight with the powers that are against us, sin, death, hell, grave, Satan. So when the reference here is to peace on, or peace to the earth, remember, uh, Jesus gave the disciples in uh, John 20, when he appeared to them in that locked room, he, he breathed on my peace I give you. So we can't immediately assume a contradiction. We have to assess what's at work. And what's at work is it, peace in the sense of no military conflict is not what Jesus has in mind. Jesus does not have in mind that there, there's we're going to you know, be announced into uh, the arms race, that there's going to be into, into the Cold War, then that we're just going to have, you know, an end to the 50-some-odd civil wars that are raging around the world today. Instead, Jesus is talking about a, a particular kind of peace that comes with the Messiah who rectifies all things, makes all things right and all things new. And if you think about it, there are those who will resist that. Why? Well, because if you're in power and... Um, you're going to lose that because in order to rectify the wrongs that have been made right, justice must come, and in your position, you have abused your authority and your power over someone else. Rectification means that those those injustices must be made just, right. So in that particular sense, peace means there'll be the reconciliation and restoration of all things, And frankly, when people fear the threat of what they might lose, they'll fight for it. In fact, in fact, that's that's really what you know. If you read this whole passage, um, it is you know indicating uh, that if if you're really looking to save your life in this life, you're going to lose it. And if you but if you lose your life for the sake of Jesus, then you're going to find it. And sure enough, you'll find the sort of peace that comes with. declaring the good news of God's restoration, reconciliation, rectification, all things in Jesus Christ. And as a result of that announcement, there will be opposition. I mean, you can't suggest that Beelzebub, who is about dividing the house, uh, is uh, somehow going to go away quietly. And so uh, Jesus says, if you're going to be like me, here's what we're going to do. 
And in that declaration, now we side with the one who was crucified because he sought to bring the kind of peace that God brings. Not the absence of war, but the, but the restoration, re- reconciliation, and rectification of all things. So uh, my friend is right. That, uh, that is, yes, the, the realities of Jesus are going to uh, mean conflict, but not the sort of conflict he was thinking. Not the conflict between those who have doctrinal differences uh, at levels that are lower than Jesus is Lord. That's not what he's talking about. He's talking about the kind of conflict that arises when the declaration of the good news of what God has done in Jesus Christ is rebelled against. That's the conflict. And so maybe devotionally today, the, the, the idea is, is, is to stop buying into the idea that we'll, we're always going to have war. We're always going to have conflict. Well, let's make sure if we have conflict, what we're doing is we're, we're experiencing conflict because we've declared the good news, not because we are trying to hold on to our power and our way of life that, uh, well, in the end, harms others. Lord God, we, um, I mean, just this morning, the news is reporting that words uh, have maybe uh, stalled out potential um, better relations between the United States and China. And no matter what anyone thinks, that's not the sort of peace that we're talking about. Not talking about peace where two powers who, well, we have to be honest, Lord, have habits and practices that harm people. Uh, that can't be the kind of peace we're talking about. Peace, the absence of this tension and this conflict. We're talking about peace that comes with the good news that Jesus is Lord and not China or America or its leaders or any other, any other person for that matter. And in declaring that Jesus is Lord, that Messiah will and has defeated sin, death, hell, and the grave, and will restore, reconcile, and rectify all things. That's the sort of peace we're looking for. So God, bring it. And bring it often. Bring it always. And if it means that we face a little conflict for declaring Jesus is Lord, what will be like our master? Well, thank you for taking your time with me here at Coffee on the Hill. A morning devotional with Pastor Todd. And until next time, have a good day.